0: To the Loving BDSM podcast episode 215. Kill the Lords here with the one, the only, the channeling Neil
1: Peart.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm
1: trying to keep the glare off the top of my head.
0: The podcast listeners can't see a glare. That's
1: true. They can't, but the live stream would. That's true. I don't want to blind anybody.
0: So that's the reason. Sure. (laughs) This week (laughs) we're tired, we're exhausted. No topic ideas came to us, so we took the easy way out and turned thus this into an Ask Us Anything. Also, clearly, I cannot speak words are hard (laughs) welcome to the loving bdsm podcast if this is your first time listening glad to have you if you're back for another week welcome back loving bdsm is produced every friday for your kinky pleasure and education and show notes are found at loving bdsm.net come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app if you love what you hear we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us by the way those reviews if you have that ability in your app they actually do help so please and thank you uh you can follow the show on twitter at loving bdsm on Fet life at loving bdsm pc on instagram at that handle i will forever fucking hate loving ds and the number one loving ds1 or on youtube at youtube.com slash loving bdsm where you can watch us live stream the podcast every wednesday most wednesdays it's about to get weird uh all links are in the show notes as always a big shout out to our kinky patrons on patreon including our newest peeps we see you we love you thank you for sticking with us through very weird times um yeah just thank you i mean yeah, i don't want to do too much plugging of the patreon because i know cash flow is an issue for people but if you've ever considered it and you can you're welcome if you can't right now we totally get it it's fine um yeah but it's patreon.com slash lords i'm not crazy enough not to say the link at least once <laughs> patreon.com slash i mean <laughs> but we just we see you we thank you thank you thank you we love you okay here we go Okay, so before we get into the topic, that's not really a topic, it's y'all's questions. Uh, Real quick reminder, I'm going to keep doing this because people listen at different times and they watch at different times and you get information at different times and we're Mm -hmm. all stressed and busy, so it's easy to forget stuff. So new weekly reminders, the mini podcasts are going out on Tuesdays, Yes, less than 20 minutes. Um, We're going to try and keep that streak to less than 20 minutes. (laughs) I'm working on it. Uh, The Friday night YouTube live stream hangouts are happening 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Mm -hmm. Um, If uh, you need help remembering that, I do a couple of things. Uh, One, I try to remember to like tweet it out or to put it out in places like that. I definitely try to remember to put it in Patreon if you are already a patron. Uh, But I do put the direct link to that in the weekly newsletter. So if you are not already subscribed to our newsletter, Um, the link will either be in the show notes or if you're listening to the podcast, or if you're, um, watching on YouTube, it's in the description box. If you subscribe to that, we do not spam you. We do not sell your information. It's a weekly newsletter. I do every Friday morning. I send that out in the, um, in the newsletter. So there's that. Um, and then just an FYI, if you're on Patreon with us, or if you're considering it, we do now have a discord server. I'm still lost and confused there. We still don't have it organized the way we wanted to quite yet. We're getting there, but we have it. Okay, done, done, done. So this week's uh episode, non-episode, whatever we're calling mm-hmm. it, isn't Ask Us Anything. Uh we put out questions to Instagram. So if you needed an excuse to follow us on Instagram, loving DS and the number one, that handle I fucking hate. Um <laughs> that would be a great place. It's just easier for gathering questions. Um and then we are going to take um questions from the YouTube live stream because that's actually happening in real time. Uh, as we record we are going to keep this episode to about its normal length not because we couldn't stay here for two or three hours and chat (laughs) y'all know we could and it might be that one day we do a live stream like that where we just let it go for as long as it goes but we're not there yet our our bandwidth internet bandwidth is not that good
1: maybe once we're in the new house and we have dedicated internet and and we're
0: celebrating our subscriber count on youtube and i'm dancing but podcast folks can't see that anyway so we're going to start with those questions we're going to attempt to do it as rapid fire. Now, some of y'all sent some deep questions, okay? (laughs) Which is kind of good because it gives um, a list of, ooh, those could be topics, but we're gonna Mm. try rapid fire. So, and um, just for the sake of anonymity and keeping everybody's privacy, I'm not going to say the name or the handle of the Mm -hmm. people who sent their questions in, but know that I see you and I love you. Okay, first question.
1: Are you ready?
0: Because you know, I got thoughts already. Uh, I've already seen all these questions. Uh, What would be good names to call femdoms, which tend to female dominance? Femdoms is the short, if you did not know that term. Um, Is it mistress? Is it madam? Is it mommy? Is it? I know what I think
1: whatever you want and as long as it's respectful (laughs) and
0: quite frankly if you yourself are not the femdom the answer is whatever they would like to be called that does not offend you (laughs) there's no there's no right answer Mm -hmm. ever just like in any other part of power exchange any part of kink everybody's preferences are unique Mm -hmm. um a title or a label that you really enjoy calling your dominant partner might not fit them at all they might be like you get that away from me um, they might ask you to call them something you're not comfortable with. Those are conversations that have to be had, but there's no single right way.
1: Right. The and other
0: ad- thing I would add on to that, though, is when you first meet a dominant person of any gender, of any identity, of any anything, do not start out with a title. And if they demand a title before they've even, like, said
1: hi, that right. might be something to consider. And, and some, some people don't like titles. No, some people um, don't. Some people, over time... I know for a while we were not using titles we were just using I I gave her a specific name that I would call her yeah
0: exactly you know. and you can make up anything you I mean it could be anything we're right. getting away from rapid fire okay okay next one all right if this is direct to both of us if you mm-hmm. each had to pick your quote last meal what would it be get as crazy as you want go
1: calzone Yeah, that's it. Calzone. Oh I mean, let's face it, since we've gone keto.
0: It's true you don't eat that kind of stuff.
1: I don't eat that kind of stuff. That's true. And and thinking about all that hot crust with the mozzarella and the cal and the and the ricotta cheese and the ham and the mushrooms and pepperoni. Oh yeah. Bring it on.
0: So uh if it's my very last meal, I am bellying up. Okay, we gonna eat until it's coming out of every orifice. So I'm going to have my mom's fried chicken. I don't know how, because if it's my last meal, she's not around, but it's fine. (laughs) My mom's fried chicken, real mashed potatoes Mm. with the white gravy. And those of you who know your gravies, you know what I'm talking about when I say the white gravy. Um, I'm definitely going to have some fudge Pop-Tarts, because being keto, I don't get to eat those. I'm definitely going to have the root 44 diet coke from sonic with the good ice i might have two Mm -hmm. um chocolate cake legit chocolate cake chocolate cake that does not hurt my stomach i won't care though because it's my last meal (laughs) with extra chocolate frosting with a side of cream cheese frosting just in a bowl with a spoon y'all
1: um
0: and then we'll finish it off (laughs) oh and i'm gonna have biscuits biscuits with honey butter oh my god and maybe a jug of sweet tea yes that is occurring at my last meal oh my god (laughs) i am feeling a little sick just thinking about it um no i'm handling eating keto just fine y'all don't worry (laughs) Um, and you know what's sad? i'm not picking coffee as much as i enjoy coffee because as my last meal i don't need it i will have started the day with coffee that that day of the last meal i will have had three coffees before we got to the last meal i don't need a coffee okay Okay, here's the next question. Getting your partner to be willing to explore new kinks. Can I start with a little tough love? You can't get your partner to be willing to do nothing.
1: You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink.
0: What? what i believe and i think everybody has their own method and way of thinking about this Mm -hmm. i believe that you create the space for that to be a safe thing to explore you start the conversations you try to be as open as possible you show them where to find the resources or send them to the resources that can help them learn and then you do the thing i hate the most you sit back and you wait and you be patient i hate that word time time and trust time and trust and And it will almost never happen the two t's at the rate you would like it to happen (laughs) i also think (laughs) that you have to be willing to let go of your expectations of that so what i mean by that is you might have in your mind a set of kinks you really want your partner to try and they don't they're not ready for it they're not jumping in with both feet they're kind of but they might come to you and say hey i'd like to try this thing and it was not on your initial mm. list as long as it's not a hard limit or it's a th- not a thing you're just not willing to do be prepared to make that shift and sometimes that shift is hard you get it in your head exactly what you want to do and that's not where you start so that's what i would say to that uh must have toys for us
1: mm. What's um, your
0: must-have? I think if we each name one,
1: that'll work. Um, I think must-have for me would be if I if come to a toy flogger. I'm so
0: glad I'm married to you because then I don't have to pick that one. <laughs> my must-have. Uh, this is the weekly reminder that that sad sound in the background is our elderly dog coughing. Um, my must-have is a vibrator. A and a wand mm. massager, body massager type vibrator, the one that's got the big bulbous head up top that's like for the clit, only the clit, nothing but the clit, that's a must have. Because <laughs> we, you and I already know we don't need, like if let's say the question was, are you on a deserted island, you only get to bring one toy, right? Yeah. We, You are the king of mind fucks, and we love barehanded everything. So it's like, I'm gonna make sure I'm getting off no matter what, you're gonna make sure you're mm-hmm. getting some impact play, we'll be happy. We figured this out um let's see this one is less a question and more one i want to send some solidarity but we will try to give you some tips if this helps um long distance during the pandemic which just sucks and your partner gets the virus uh to the person who sent that you know who you are and i am so so sorry um that is A huge stressor Mm
1: -hmm.
0: my first my first inclination is to be kind to yourself about this I bet there are a lot of things that might be going through your mind of what you should be doing what you aren't doing you could be doing that better why aren't you doing this Mm -mm, mm -mm. none of us have a rule book or a playbook for how to handle any of this no Um, I would say that because you're long distance do what you can to check in yeah. to the best of their abilities to, you know, be able to handle that. Um, this might not be the time to be thinking about it. This might be something that in a perfect world, you might've thought about it before, but in the future, once you get through this, because my glittery mm-hmm. optimist side says you will get through this. Um, make sure since you are long distance, that there is somebody trusted for each of you in your life, that if something happens to you, that person knows to call your partner. They don't have to know you're kinky. They don't have to know about your power exchange. But that way, if you are apart from one another and something happens and they're hospitalized or worse, much worse, somebody knows to let you know.
1: When when we were long distance, I um, talked to my cousin. Mm -hmm. And my cousin knew that if anything were to happen to me, Mm -hmm. she would be able, she had Kayla's contact information so that way, if I was sick, if I got into an accident, some, yep. if anything you know, above and beyond happened, she, she would not be left hanging. The other thing I would say is while somebody is
0: sick, especially in a situation like this, if you need to relax and loosen up on the power exchange, there's no shame in that. Right. Um, if both of you mutually agree that what you want to do is do that more and intensify that, after the illness, of course, mm-hmm. um, that's also valid. There's no right or wrong. The The important part is that you do your best to communicate as you can when you can and also be very kind to yourself because this is not easy. Um, the next one kind of follows up on that. Were y'all chatting and I didn't know. It's long distance slash quarantine kink tips. Um, it's gonna depend it's gonna be a lot of, especially long distance, you're gonna use a lot of technology. Yeah. You're gonna use a lot of technology. Oh,
1: yeah. Skype, Zoom. Um, all of them. All, all of them, mm-hmm. absolutely. They they are your friend.
0: And it actually, the if there's a good thing about long distance, because there's a lot that can suck about long distance, the mm-hmm. good thing is, it is, as long as both partners are willing, it's a great time for communication, because yes. that's almost all you have email, text, Skype, Zoom, social media, whatever your method is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of, what I would say for actual power exchange stuff, um, ask for permission more often, um, set rules. We set rules back in the day. It was like, you can't have dessert unless I tell you you can. Right. Now you have to be a little bit realistic about that with in terms of availability. If you're asking for something at a time when your partner's gonna be at work, dealing mm-hmm. with a child, dealing with something else, that might not be the best rule to set, or you, you as the usually the submissive, are going to have to be really, really organized and ask early.
1: I yeah. learned that too. And um, you know, one of the things we did um, on the thing of desserts. You know, you could have a dessert if you met all your dietary goals yes. Monday through Friday.
0: We set. We sat down and spent time creating rules and tasks and things that. I needed to get done in a day in a week and then there because y'all have met me baby girl who likes me some gold stars <laughs> then there were, were rewards right. and then part of that process was creating ways to check in and establish I had done those things so there were screenshots right. there were pictures that were texted there were
1: mm-hmm. like
0: whatever it might be we for whatever reason we never got into like the skype calling thing yeah, video no. chat we never got into
1: that we we talked on the phone, Um, we chatted, we emailed, but yeah, for some reason, I don't know why we never thought of it. (laughs) I know, Uh, we just
0: never did. We were very comfortable being on the phone. Yeah, Lots of masturbation, if any kind of orgasm control is part of your kink. I, for a couple of years, literally could not masturbate unless he was telling me what to do, or at least talking to me at the same time. Like, just couldn't, yeah. because I had to have his voice. We'd spent 18 months like that. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Um.
1: Anything else? Nope.
0: Okay, we're going to move on. This one, again, is not really a question, more commentary, but I think it's probably mm-hmm. not unusual and i and i'm not sure if this is this all one or it's two separate issues but basically they said when you get bdsm fatigue and the community is elitist so my first thought mm. my first thought on both of them when you get bdsm fatigue it is okay to take a step back right. is, you can always get back into it there's no there's nothing anywhere and there better not be in anywhere else because i'm saying it's not this way there's no rule that says if you decide you're kinky and you decide you're kinky in this way, you must do that forever. Or that if you take a break, that's somehow wrong. You can step back when you need yeah. to, whether that's from activities or a
1: community. Right, absolutely. Because, you know, none of this is set in stone. All right? There, there is nothing that says once you commit to this, you have to follow this path and, and yeah, not no. deviate. Yeah, no, yeah. You know? No. I mean, you... We have done that. We we have had to do that, you know, a number of times mm-hmm. throughout because of things that life has thrown at right. us. And we it wasn't even that back.
0: we were tired of the BDSM no. part. It was other things in life that were just taking precedence. So yeah. yes. Now, the thing about the community being elitist, somebody else, I think, in the live stream chat has uh, had a question similar to this. I'm going to say the thing that I keep saying, it is easier to say than it is to do. I recognize True. that, okay? If you are not jiving with your community and they the, that vibe is not good and you are not happy there you one are not the only one i promise you there will mm-hmm. be other people two you do not need permission but if you do consider this it to start your own thing and starting your yeah. own thing might just be you and another person who were kind of unhappy um the other thing i thought when i saw this and i'll say this to the person who asked their question in the live stream chat about community as well Right now is kind of a weird time to maybe explore communities outside your immediate area. Because like with munches and workshops, it was dependent upon your travel radius. Where could you physically Mm -hmm. get to that you were comfortable getting to, right? Well, right now, a lot of communities have taken things online. Now, that does not mean everybody is just allowed to show up. You need mm-hmm. to read the rules of that specific community. Right. But that is a way to explore other areas that you couldn't necessarily physically get into um, right now, mm-hmm. as long as you have the access to it, as long as you can follow
1: meet the, the rules and requirements that that community yeah. might have to join. I mean, if, if anything, you know, to say that something good has... Come of all this, um, it, it's the fact that many uh, communities, munches, workshops have begun moving to to Zoom, mm-hmm. and it makes getting to a lot of these things a lot more accessible for people. Exactly. You know, I I I I know a lot of people who live on the fringes where. It could be a couple-hour drive mm-hmm. to to get to a munch or, or to a workshop, and yeah, with, with this, you know, FetLife, um, you go on there. A lot of these places are are moving to to Zoom. Mm-hmm.
0: And the cool thing is, it gives you a few opportunities that might not you might not be able to maintain it once we're allowed to leave our houses again Mm -hmm. so those communities might go back to in-person meetings and maybe you can't you can't go one it gives you connections that you wouldn't have otherwise had it exposes you to the ways other communities organize themselves and different ways of you know being a part of the community um there's no rule that says once life gets back to whatever the new normal is going to be that you can't continue a tradition of an online community Um, you I don't have any good answers for what to do about communities that are like in this person's words elitist or Mm -hmm. communities that reject trans and non-binary people I don't have good answers for that I don't I, I I'm not smart enough I'm still learning a lot of that and I know that people's access is different and people's personal bandwidth. I don't mean internet, but like what you yourself can do and handle. It's always different from person to person. So there are no easy answers. But any one of us can start today and start building a community around us. It starts really slowly, y'all. It starts you and one other person that you might have met that you feel okay around. And you're like, hey, do you want to chat online during this time? It starts with setting up a, an event and posting it to fetlife any one of us can do that you don't you don't have to be like some special person to be able to do it right just have to know how to navigate fetlife and i'll tell you the first few times you do stuff like that you're going to be talking to an empty online space i have live streamed to zero people before and still yeah. live stream my little heart out mm-hmm. it's in doing it and letting people know, and reaching out to the people you do feel comfortable with, even if they're not in your immediate community, they're online people that you know, and talking and connecting in other ways that these things slowly grow. Um, But that's an easy answer for somebody who does that all the time. I know that's not easy for everybody, but I know somebody who was, I don't know if she's still here, she might have had to go to work, who is in the live stream chat right now, who did something similar herself, said, I am not happy with this community. I've never done anything like this in my life, but here we go, we're going to try it. It, it, and if you're not the one who's got the bandwidth to try it, maybe you have a, f- a kinky friend who is and you support them and you say, hey, maybe we can do this together. So I'm not doing it on my own. Um, but we don't have to put up with these communities. We do not have to keep being a member of these communities. We do not have to keep waiting for these communities to change to accept us. We can sometimes go off and make our own place and then the people... Who are we're meant to kind of be in the same community with will either find us or we'll find them and we'll connect the world is both bigger and smaller than we realize i believe i'm sure there's a six degrees of kink separation mm-hmm. i just don't know who it is but i'm sure yeah. there is something like that so i know that's easier said than done and not everybody can do that so that means if you do not have the bandwidth to start something yourself support somebody you know that you like and feel comfortable with and safe with who does start something like that. And then you can be a part of that and use the technology that you may have access to, to your advantage, to join in on those things or to start your own thing. But if you think you somehow have to be like really, really super, super important or special or well-known to start that, no the fuck you don't. Okay, before y'all knew my name was Kayla Lords, I was talking to empty online spaces, (laughs) okay? You can just be a person who has an internet connection and a computer and a, a microphone. I promise you really can. Okay, You're I funny. went on a rant. Sorry, y'all. Also, uh, if anybody out there is being mean to y'all, I'm ready to like, What we ride at dawn. Okay. What,
1: what's an LB podcast live stream without a rant <laughs> from you? Huh?
0: Y'all would all want to know what was wrong with exactly. me, quite frankly, okay, so this one is also a tough one. Y'all are just going through some stuff right now. Um, how to come back to your DS or start once trust has been broken. Mm. I wanna say, I thought we did an episode on that. I'm gonna look for right, it. If we I did, I'll link did. it in the the podcast show notes and I'll link it in the
1: YouTube video. But, uh, kind, kind of in a nutshell, I mean, the only thing you can do is is uh, you know take baby steps because trust is an easy thing to lose, mm-hmm. but it is a difficult thing to gain, especially trying Mm -hmm. to gain it back Mm -hmm. so you know yeah that that's something that's that's going to be a a slow and uh, i want to say steady process but But it's going to be slow and bumpy slow and and slow is the key
0: it's slow is always the key especially if you're kind of thinking you really want to get back to it even if you're unsure you're not you're you're Mm -hmm. still building that trust again you're still You might have that urge like you just want to be at your end result Mm -mm, slow 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 and yeah it's going to be two steps forward one step back for a Mm -hmm. while it just is um next question how did you guys decide who packed up and moved to the other and any tips for moving to your significant other we did this is a 100 plus episodes ago i know we talked about it in kind of our origin Mm -hmm. story um but the decision to pack up was it was kind of weird Because if you looked at money, you should have come to me. Yeah. Because I was making more money at the time. Right. But we looked at it in terms of who can eat more easily, get a job or make money in a new way. And you had a career that had a pension at the time. And I was like, we're not ruining that. Mm -mm." And I wanted to be a freelance writer.
1: Anyway, which. So. Because I, I actually did offer to come up to you and I was I actually had a couple job interviews
0: you did we tried I think that yeah. was actually what we tried and when we realized yeah. that it was gonna be harder for you to find a decent job where I was I finally went you know what I'd really like to do I'd really like to be a freelance writer yeah will you support me in this <laughs> and you did which thank you um, the tips for moving is you have to be very very honest with yourself about the absolute necessities so shelter food jobs Mm -hmm. your children if you have any um i did not make that move without having seen the interaction between my kids and john brownstone you made several visits the first visit the kids weren't anywhere around they were like at their grandmothers for the Mm -hmm. week or something but after that once i was like oh this person's in my life we're not we're not undoing this anytime soon (laughs) then it was time to mix the two and see how that went Uh, my top priority was always to my kids if it had not worked out well we would have moved even slower it did work out well So that was fine. Then we looked at jobs and we looked at money. And yeah, we were, you're right, I had forgotten about that. We were gonna stay where I was because I was making more money, Um, but we just couldn't make it work.
1: It was that and I figured at that point I was thinking, well, rather than uproot you and the kids, You know, it's oh, yeah. just me. It'd be easier for me to, mm-hmm. to to shoot up that way. And yeah, I, I looked, I did. I looked did at a for, number of jobs. You had a couple of interviews. A couple of interviews, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I just, did. we couldn't make it work. No. The thing I would tell you, if you, once you figure out the who is going where, the thing you do is you make a plan and then you work the plan. Now plans adjust as you come, we face reality, but you, you figure out your plan. What we, the way we did it was we figured out when we wanted to be lived living together. And we worked backwards from there, everything, we picked Mm -hmm. a date and then we backtracked. Um, and so that meant we knew on paper, y'all, we had written this out. We were looking at calendars. We were very organized. Um, we knew when, by by what date we needed to have an apartment right. ready to go. Um, I knew by what date I needed to put my notice in with my job, uh, how mm-hmm. I needed to pack up, what day we were rolling out. Yeah. You took a one-way flight uh, to yeah. the nearest airport and because you then drove the U-Haul. Correct. and and i rode shotgun and it was great and my kids Mm -hmm. stayed with their grandma for a couple weeks so we could have time that's another thing because
1: we we um towed your car behind mm -hmm. the truck
0: we looked we looked a little beverly hillbillies going down the road but it was okay um if you have children in this equation um that does make it a little bit more complicated Mm -hmm. but I leaned on my family. I was fortunate enough that my family, once they met you the first time, they're like, oh, this, we like this one. This one can stay. So they were very supportive after that. So then I could say to my mom, hey, will you watch the kids for two weeks? That way I can get the house in order and then then the kids could adjust separately from having to unpack boxes at the yeah. same time. Um, and I could be adjusted, so then I could focus on them. Uh, when we moved in, we took a break from our DS for about two weeks. Yes, because I could not handle. I couldn't handle well, all of between, that change at between, one time.
1: Between the move, mm-hmm. you know, the the shift to a whole new city, new house, new living situation, mm-hmm. um, there were some external factors. Yeah,
0: there's a lot going that, on that
1: that came into play that um, kind of affected things that we yeah we like. Okay, we need to step back and. Uh, regroup
0: Mm -hmm, exactly but it is a longer i believe it needs to be a longer process a very well thought out process i'm absolutely here for planning and organizing and writing shit down Mm -hmm. and lots of to-do lists and looking at calendars yes and taking your time even making the decision to figure out what the best decision is but yeah that's how that's how we did it okay here we go let's see um my instagram's weird okay this one's a fun one what kind of kink do, do you john brownstone get into when you're doing your poly stuff and how if at all is that different than what you do with me um hmm. well you're definitely still dominant yeah or a top at least right
1: i I'm, I'm definitely still still a top um i mean i think the biggest um difference is not so much the type of play as far as that goes, I do enjoy that. And that doesn't change. I think what does change is the intensity. Mm, gotcha. Okay. Because over time, you, you're... you Because we haven't been able to engage in the kind of play we normally do, your pain tolerance has Ooh, yeah, dropped way down. Way low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, while... I I think for me, it's not so much the different aspects of play. It's more so the intensity
0: of it. And you haven't had a chance to really explore and dive deep into newer relationships. They've been either a lot more casual, a lot more stop and start lately. So, I I mean, I would would love it for you if you either uh, came across a, a harder core masochist than I am, or somebody who just loves being tied up because I know those are things Mm -hmm. you really enjoy. Okay, next one. This is more of a comment than a question and I'm going to respond with a comment. uh, And that is, for submissives, walking away from a contract. This one feels kind of easy to me.
1: Yeah. You can. You can. If you need to, you should. No contract or collar is written in stone.
0: It's not, Um, it's not. Not
1: not legally binding. Yeah, what he said. Um,
0: it you sucks know, and but, it hurts. Yes, it, I know. it does. Okay? I know.
1: But um, let's face it, if, if it is a bad relationship, um, you know, if if your needs are not being met, do not let a contract keep you from leaving. And don't let some motherfucker who's like, but you signed a contract, fuck that shit. You get mm-hmm. to
0: maintain, withdraw uh, and accept and offer consent at any fucking point and no contract negates your no. ability to go i'm no. not fucking doing this anymore no doesn't mean it's easy doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's not painful doesn't mean that you might not be worried or scared or all mm-hmm. kinds of feelings yeah but you have every right to mm-hmm. now how to do that don't fall out of your tear daddy <laughs> not how not. to do that would be an entire episode um yeah. we have talked about breakups before never specific to contracts because
1: mm-hmm.
0: a breakup is a breakup the the contract should never I mean, add any he, Contract, extra steps
1: contract I'm using air quotes here um you know are guidelines are there are guidelines for how you want to structure your DS while you're in it the moment yeah. you
0: decide you don't want to be in it anymore it should be as simple as I am not doing this anymore no by the way is a full sentence it requires no explanation in a good in a in a not toxic not awful situation you can go beyond no as a full sentence, but sometimes no. It's just, <laughs> yeah. that's it. Don't get me on another rant. We're going to go to the next one. And then we're going to go to the, the last one from Instagram. Then I think we have one in Patreon. Then we're going to go to live stream. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to do rapid fire, y'all. This one is more of a statement and it is definitely a podcast topic. We could not even begin to get into it here, but that is mental dominance. What it is and how it's the foundation of a power exchange. So what I will say is mental dominance being the foundation of a power exchange is an opinion which i share um (laughs) but it is an opinion um and could not possibly start getting into it now but i want that person to know that i'm seeing this because we can add it to our sort of rotating list that we kind of keep when we're like what do we want to talk about this week was not Mm -hmm. one of those weeks where we went what do we want to talk about
1: neither one of us had bandwidth for but that one will
0: go down yes um, on the list okay mm-hmm. let me get into the next yep. place I see you live stream folks I know mm-hmm. they've been putting them in rapid they, fire they I know they,
1: they've been putting in some good questions I, too. you've been I watching haven't I'm looking out the corner of my eye here yeah keeping an eye on them folks why is this being stupid <laughs> why is
0: my why 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 sorry y'all i now my my phone wants to act a fool
1: yeah okay hold on service has been oh it's not even that no no
0: sorry y'all give me a second give me a second my patreon oops sorry that was me bumping the uh (laughs) the microphone we're we're doing fine we're fine this is fine (laughs) this is fine y'all i'm a goddamn professional can't you tell (laughs) i know i know See, if you think you somehow have to be special or conferred with, like, special authority to do shit, no. You just have to be a wacky person with a microphone. Y'all, we started uh-huh. with a, a 10-year-old laptop with the internal mic. Ooh, excuse me. Just want you to know. Okay, <laughs> got a couple questions from Patreon. Okay. Any suggestions for self-care and couple BDSM self-care during this prolonged siege? Yes. Uh, Well, (laughs) was that a yes in uh, Yes, We All Need It? Or did you have a thought of some ideas? Okay, go.
1: Um, I I think uh, for many people, you know, we we have been sequestered in homes. uh, And I I think one of the things that needs to be, you know, many people need self-time.
0: Yes, I love you, but we can be in a separate room. It's okay. Exactly. Right. Right. Right.
1: Exactly. And you know there are there are times, um, especially through this, she's watching her YouTube videos, and it's like the the sound of it just grates on my very last nerve.
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Mm. Me, who
0: can't handle the sound of you chewing.
1: It's fine. yeah. Right. <laughs> it's fine. This is fine. Right. So you know, I will either grab a book and go off to the bedroom, or she will go off to the bedroom with her, her you know, and take her, her mm-hmm. YouTube with her, and and we we just respect each other to give each other some s- some space. space,
0: and that is in a. In a f- it is easy if you are in a relationship in a power exchange relationship that is tightly interwoven because it's d and it's s and mm-hmm. oh my gosh it's it is easy to kind of go but wait i thought i'm supposed to be devoted to this person why does the sound of their breathing make me want to scream <laughs> self-care <laughs> is sometimes going off into just a corner of the house mm-hmm. without no my self-care lately and this yeah. has been very very indulgent has been my youtube videos right. and it has been playing with makeup and, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not taking pictures. Don't anybody ask. But that has been my thing. And I do that by myself in the corner of the bedroom where I know I can. Our mm-hmm. mutual self care has had nothing to do with Power Exchange. It's been, we've been binging all of the series uh, on multiple different streaming services uh, that we hadn't had time to watch before. We've made time to watch those. Right. Um, I would say, in terms of specific to Power Exchange, if you have the bandwidth and only if mm-hmm. you do make maybe maybe this is a time to start learning about a new thing you've wanted to try and you just kept going i don't have time yeah. i don't have time most of us still don't have time but it to me right now it feels easier to make the time for those things i'm like if i can't make time to sit and watch netflix during a pandemic when can i like
1: that's just mm-hmm. how i've been thinking
0: about it um so maybe there's a conversation you had six months six years ago where you're like what if we tried this and then you let it slide and you got busy yeah. and life got in the way Maybe now this is the time to go watch those videos about it together, to go find a FetLife group to learn about it, to go see who's doing online workshops. A lot of educators um, and communities are trying to set up online workshops. Uh, In the live stream chat, I know I saw Ignixia. Hi, Ignixia. Mm -hmm. I know that there was talk, I think, on Twitter about maybe doing some of that. Ignixia, you do that. We will pimp the fuck out of you so people can join in on those things. So those things are out there you just kind of sometimes have to go looking for them um so maybe in terms of a couple's bdsm self-care it's time to explore maybe it's only Mm -hmm. in theory and not in practice yet because it depends on what you have access to that thing that you just keep telling yourself you didn't have time to explore whatever that kink is that might be another way but do not be afraid if you are together and you were together together do not y'all don't don't think it means something about your relationship where sometimes you're just like i need thirty minutes for you to not be in this room with yeah. me. I uh,
1: it's okay. Right, because prior to all this, you know, there are times she would take the kids and and she would go off. She'd run errands with the kids, they'd go out to lunch, and I'd have the whole house to myself. Yeah. There are times I would grab the kids and oh, that was lovely. Yeah, see? That that face. <laughs> that face lovely. And and she would have the house for herself. Mm-hmm. And and we do not have that luxury oh. right now. So, you know, it, it's that much more important, I think, for that, you know, little bit of uh, me time mm-hmm. to, to eke that out. Yeah, When because, and where you can, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And I I know it's hard,
0: especially you got multiple kids or they're yeah. really little or you're caregiving an adult or you're in financial stress. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can imagine Um what is it? You can't uh, fill from an empty well. You do have to take care of yourself right. if you're going to take care of everybody else Absolutely. around you. Absolutely. It is not, we, we consider selfish a bad word and sometimes it is. Sometimes being selfish is it means that you literally don't care about anybody else around you. But this is not what we're talking about. Taking a little bit of time for yourself is selfish in the right way. It means that you then have a better ability to come back and take care of somebody else. And that's a submissive word Dom, y'all. That's not, that's not about role. Mm. that's about people. Okay, let's get to the next yep. question. Ooh. 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 <laughs> give us a second. Yep. Let's see. Ah, this one's from Path Girl. Ah. So we could name her. Hello. Uh, let's see. I wanted to give you an update from a question I asked during the last q and I asked for suggestions now that I was back out on the dating scene in the kink lifestyle about being friends first. I'm skimming verbally. Mm-hmm. Sorry, y'all. Um, doo-doo-doo, doo-doo-doo, let's see. Ah, Path Girl, you met somebody, yay! Oh, bonded over Monty Python. I love hey, that. That's, a geek yeah. bonding is a right? strong bond. Um, let's see. Kink journey is progressing nicely. You're welcome. Um, oh, thank you. That was Ooh. just a lovely message Ooh. that I might read later because it was it was a little long and I'm rapid firing questions, but. <laughs> Thank you, Pat, Path Girl, for that for that update. Let me make sure I'm not missing any else anything else here in Patreon okay. and Path Girl. If I missed a question, just let me know. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, okay, let's get into the live stream. And now yes. I have to go through. Oh my gosh, oh, y'all am. bear with me. Uh, let's see. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna try. Here we go. Yep, this one is go. from Baby Love and Sir. What's your favorite part of each other? Physical slash personality um what are you looking forward to doing when this is over vanilla and kinky and then there's another question but we'll start with those two so okay go ahead all right
1: so i I would have to say i think my favorite part podcast (laughs) listeners you cannot see the look on my face but it is
0: pained anticipation yes it
1: is um i i do i do love her her sassy side better you're kind of yeah, stuck with it now I'm, I'm, I'm stuck with it regardless hey <laughs> <Ay>, babe <laughs> um but no she she has the her, her sassy side and her sense of humor
0: oh thank you yeah. that's my personality is there anything physical is it my butt or is it yeah. my
1: boobs your butt
0: what about my boobs can it be can it be both
1: Boogie budgie. <laughs>
0: That's a long story, y'all. I will try to remember to tell you that in the bonus section at the end. That's an inside joke that just shows how weird we are. Okay, so I'll answer. First of all, personality trait, uh, other than your sense of humor, because we do laugh a lot together. I know y'all can't tell, right? Um, I love that you are literally the kindest human being I know. Like, you make me a better person because I'm like, oh my God, I am clearly a bitch from hell. Let me try to be nicer. <laughs> so so as to feel less like an awful human being, I try to emulate your kindness, but you are genuinely the kindest human being I know. And physical trait, I have long said it, it's your legs. All those years of riding the motorcycle, y'all, he's got thighs that just like... <laughs> Even all this time later, he hasn't ridden his motorcycle in years. Like, you could bounce a quarter off this man's thighs. It is excellent. And if anybody thought I was going to say his dick, sorry, to his thighs, if it was not weird and he wasn't so hairy, I'd probably lick them. I just sang. Just sang.
1: Hmm. Okay, there we go on I think that that's one. a new kink to explore.
0: <laughs> what are you looking forward to doing when this is over, both vanilla and kinky? Quick, rapid fire. We got lots going of questions. Out,
1: going out to eat in a restaurant. And kinky? Um, Sp- a spanking, spanking.
0: Uh, we're the same restaurants and spanking yeah. so it's eating out is has been always been our luxury it just always has so mm-hmm. it's gone and if you can answer it quickly what are you working on the, work, um, the shop
1: I, I have been working with a lot of camphor wood I'm trying to use some of this wood up before we move otherwise I'm moving all kinds of logs
0: <laughs> yeah oh yeah your camp oh god camp smells so good yeah um this is not a question but as a comment kalina said they subscribed to the newsletter had not mm-hmm. gotten it one check your junk mail if was still not yeah. in there email me and i'll fix you okay from v stormfelt Witch. question and we kind of answered this with the community thing, how to yeah. find an actually trans safe corners of the BDSM community uh, in Seattle, uh, how a trans man could break into kinky porn. I am not qualified to answer the porn no. question. If anybody in the live stream chat is, I will please, please, please feel free. Um, and well, sometimes you have to make your safe corners of yeah. the community, sadly, very sadly. Yeah. Um, and it's trial and error in time, and you mm-hmm. probably know more about the worst parts of that than I could ever know. Um, again, because I saw Ignixia in this live stream chat, if Ignixia has words of wisdom, she usually does, mm-hmm. feel free to share them. Um But yeah, sometimes we have to make the community True. that we want yeah. because it's not yeah. out there for us. Easier said than done, I know. Okay. Let's see. We're going down. Da, 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 da. Let's see. Let's see. Um, mm, 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 mm. Let's see. Okay. This one is from Elizabeth. Kay. says, if you could only do one kinky act for the rest of your life, which would you pick? And then gave a caveat. We can't just say impact playing. That's easy. too broad. Go ahead.
1: Barehanded spanking.
0: <sighs> Orgasm control. And it would be forced if I had to pick a... Of the types of orgasm control there are, it would be forced orgasms because I'd rather have it forced out on me than denied. <laughs> if I'm baking, and I am. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, da, da 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 da. Let's see. Um, could Stephen asked if we could give some examples of our daily protocols? Okay. They are very basic right now. We don't right. do a lot.
1: We we, we yeah we, we d- don't we don't do a lot. Um, you you make my coffee, my iced coffee in the morning when you get up,
0: and I usually pop it in the fridge so he can have it when he's right, ready, when for I'm it. ready
1: for it. Um, I get the
0: coffee pot ready at night. I like I'm it. the coffee queen, y'all. That's, That's I right. take care of his coffee. Mm-hmm. I also order his coffee when we go out because he doesn't know how to order his coffee. It's
1: because you're a good girl.
0: Also, because you don't you take care wow. of you. you don't know what your coffee is that you drink. You just drink it because I gave it to you. That's power, y'all. <laughs> 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 Has power.
1: <laughs> and she she prepares the bed at night. I gets do the bed ready.
0: Um, when we were long distance, I um, every day he would. This took setup to do. He would pick mm-hmm. the panties that I was gonna wear for the day. He still picks the panties that yeah. I wear. If on a day I wear panties, I do not wear them every day. He Picks them when we were right. long distance. I literally had to set up a file, of, take a picture of every single pair of panties I had. I would wake up in the morning to a text message with a pair of the panties I was to wear and that a picture
1: day. Picture of the pair she was to wear, and
0: then my job after I put them on in the morning was to take a picture and send mm-hmm. it to him so he could see what I was wearing. And it was a sexy pick, and that was fine. Yep. Um, I would have to, if again, if I wanted a treat. And I, every day I want to treat y'all. You know. When we were long distance, I had to send a text message <laughs> asking. Um, I had to send a text message or an email, depending on how we were communicating mm-hmm. that day, of when I anticipated getting lunch. Yeah. Which I always tried to time with your lunch because that just I had more control over when I got lunch in my job. Mm-hmm. Um, I did I was it that I texted you when I left work every day and then when yes. I got home, Correct. I had to do that. Um what else can you think of that were some of our protocols? Um,
1: well, one of the things that we've been, we kind of started doing now, because with the shift of things, um, used to be when we go out in the car, mm. I, I always drive.
0: That's another thing. And oh, yeah, he always
1: drives, yeah. She, she, Kayla is in charge of taking care of my sunglasses. She will take, get my sunglasses out, hand them to me, take my glasses, put them away in the case. Well, we're not going anywhere. We're not driving hardly at all right now. So that has shifted to when we go out for our evening walk. Mm-hmm. Now she will get my sunglasses out, swap them out, put these away for me. So that that's just some little things that we've been doing in that aspect.
0: hmm hmm And it people get very so some people love the idea of very ritualistic protocols, really high protocol. You know, use certain mm-hmm. words, use certain um, oh. body language, and if you're into that people out there are talking about it sharing their experiences it's out there we use protocol maybe in a more casual way than some people do for us it's these are just the things that i'm supposed to do that i agree to do that he wants me to do and i do it's they're Mm -hmm. not one-offs these are things i do every single time um sometimes on a set schedule like the coffee gets made or prepared in the same way every time Mm -hmm. whatever and sometimes it's an as needed but i know what it is but we get a lot of people who ask the question of, "What should my protocol be?" I cannot answer that question. Now that that's, that's what the question you are asking, but yeah. that's the question we get most often, like right. when people DM us and, and emails. And that,
1: that's something we can't. That is that it's, is something that's very personal to each relationship and, and different can, to each relationship. Yeah, and
0: it can be really small. Yeah. If it's meaningful to y'all, mm-hmm. then it it's legit. It does not matter. It doesn't have to look like anything to anybody else. And I've always appreciated. We used to have one. Speaking of coffee. It's our love language if you didn't know. <laughs> um, used to be back in the day when we would go out to restaurants, if we went somewhere and like you got breakfast or something and you ordered a coffee, i prepared his coffee those yeah. poor servers did not know what was up they would put my diet coke or my water next to me they put his coffee next to him before they had walked away i have slid his coffee cup to me i'm pulling the spoon i'm the
1: cream cream right and i'm
0: having him taste it he would taste it sometimes i'd have to add more and then i'd slide it back but sometimes they would come back before i'd and they're looking at me like oh you want a coffee I'm like no
1: i'm just the only one who knows she, she how should, to make his coffee He's <laughs> just making it right for me This is, but
0: see, so it was little (laughs) stuff that nobody understood as power exchange stuff. It only only has meaning to us. There are people listening to what we describe and going, I don't want to fucking do that, which is good and fine to know that you don't want to do that because your protocols will be personal to you and they can be literally anything. Oh, oh, excuse me. Okay. Let's see. Bum, bum bum um cheeky Mag asked do we have a list mm. of resources with being poly i do not have a list of resources but the two that immediately come to my mind right polyland i think the website is poly.land right
1: like yes
0: but polyland yeah two separate words polyland if you google that person mm-hmm. you will find them that's and that's page Page, thank you. Yes. Um, and then the other person I consider a really good resource on poly relationships is Amy Norton of Coffee and Kink. Her yes. website is coffeeandkink.me. I know, how, how could we have connected and loved one another with a name like Coffee and Kink? I right. don't know. Mm. Um, <laughs> she writes about all kinds of stuff, she shares her kink life she shares her love of coffee she does toy right. reviews but she talks in a lot of different places and a lot of different ways about being mm-hmm. poly and she's a great resource there are others those are just the two that immediately come to yeah. my mind um duh, 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 duh. and if you want to discuss cheeky meg's follow-up question is to discuss mm-hmm. poly issues with um there are a lot of um sex positive counselors therapists coaches out there um the first person two people come to mind i don't know if they're accepting clients or any of that i cannot answer that um there's dr liz powell um mm-hmm. i think their site is sex pause psych where does that tw- their twitter again if you do a google search or even a twitter mm-hmm. search dr liz liz powell p-o-w-e-l-l they are they're a cool person to follow on yeah. social media, and then um uh Professor Sex Angel yes, are really I was good
1: friends yes
0: they um I do not yeah, know if they like do one on ones <sighs> mm-hmm. but amazing, amazing, amazing. let's see da 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 um yes taste i worry about the dom who thinks the contract is binding too
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um let's see (laughs) eva says that i have her walking around going it's fine it's fine i need a t-shirt or a coffee mug it's it's fine um let's see i I, I lost my place in the live stream scroll (laughs) i'm sorry y'all um let's see sorry y'all i'm scrolling Mm. i'm looking i'm reading quickly i hope i hope i do not Uh, mm -hmm -hmm. Mm -hmm -hmm. oh good people are talking about how to get started into different things Mm -hmm. community online hi harry dom hey um oh good question will the last few weeks have an impact on how you do things in the future? That's the unknowable. I know. And I will be curious as to see how, here's what I will tell you. We had to go to Sam's club to get groceries the other day. And I I recognize my privilege in this moment when I say this, okay, I know every, everybody else has already gone through this, but that was the first day everything felt real to me because I don't have to leave the house most of the time and I prefer not to. We've already discussed that many times, but um. When we got to Sam's Club, we were putting on our gloves, our nitrile gloves. We, a wonderful listener, had sent us some face masks. Masks,
1: yes.
0: And we were putting those on, and the whole time I'm going, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. I don't want to go in, and I don't know if it's because we, the, it's reliving the reality of needing to wear a mask, or to even feel even remotely comfortable or safe, um, or if it was the fact that I was looking at a crowd of people, half of whom were wearing masks, and half weren't. I hated yeah. every second of it. I was, and I don't, I didn't realize how unaffected i had been again it's my privilege and i know that um so what will it be like when you are allowed to go out more freely again like i can't even imagine
1: yeah like we talked
0: about wanting to go to a restaurant and i honestly can't imagine right now sitting in a restaurant crowded with people and not thinking who's breathing on what over there
1: yeah you know it's weird i i i keep thinking to myself you know i i can't wait for things to to for this to stop to this come to an end and yet I know inside that even when it does it's um it's going to be different Mm -hmm. it's not going to be what it was so yeah that's kind of hard to say
0: yeah it is hard to say Mm -hmm. I think it's I think it's going to be different for all of us and it's going to be very very strange yeah silent winged asks any suggestions for how to get your kink on quietly
1: mm. gags <sighs> <laughs>
0: quiet <laughs> kinks if you have them so like we can do bondage all day long because that's your kink i don't know what i'm doing i just lay there nicely and then go can you take a picture of that um yeah. but it doesn't require for me any noise um mm-hmm. We have not done impact play for that reason right. we can't we can't do it quite we haven't done orgasm play because no. i cannot be quiet for that It's just like, i don't even use my vibrators right now even though i can be quiet during an orgasm like yeah. it's that bad um we did we did do some wax play
1: yes
0: and the wax play itself is very quiet wax does not make a sound
1: drip, drip, drip.
0: right but if you yourself are the one receiving the Web-sy. wax you might make a sound i did um so we stopped um i think that's where it gets into if you don't have any kinks you want to explore that like we all know impact play is going to make a sound of some sort and mm-hmm. you know how you react to certain stimuli of whether you're going to make a sound or not gags are a fun way to play if yeah. if that's your thing that's
1: Thing. some people um, yeah
0: yes yeah, people, it's not but um that's where you get into more of the mental aspect of it i would say um but even that's imperfect because if what you want is the outlet of the physical kink it's it's tough is it's tough i don't have any good real good answers um anybody else with thin walls out there who have some experience
1: we feel you feel
0: free um let's see ah okay every time i go to scroll through this chat it's like um it Bounces back up. Y'all know how that goes, mm-hmm. right? Um, let's see. I'm getting through it, I promise. Okay, here we go. Ooh. Um, ooh, I have not, but I will be. In- Ignixia is coming with the knowledge old school impact okay. play soap in socks. I did not know that. Um,. CDC's right. The kink Mm. is silence itself. That is, and that's Mm -hmm. almost, would that come under honor bondage bondage. or would that come under discipline to be like, you can't say, make a sound. That's the challenge. I don't. Yeah. We already know I can't,
1: you know, (laughs)
0: y'all are shocked that I can't be quiet right Right? you're totally surprised you had no idea okay um Angel asks a question have you ever had an ex-dom or ex-sub call you pet names again Uh, how do you ask them to stop politely without creating enemies um no
1: Mm, or stop
0: is a full sentence I have never had that I would not take kindly to that i would not take kindly if somebody if an ex partner of yours started using names again like
1: yeah.
0: not without an understanding like i for me to be okay with it there'd have to be a lot of um communication about it the way we react to those things and what we say is of course unique to us my instinct would be to say something along the lines of and this is how i would be
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: i do not appreciate you using that term. It is not okay. Please stop. That's all you should ever yeah, have to say. That, now, if the person can't respect your boundaries, that says mm-hmm. so much about them. <laughs> that says so much about them. Uh, how would you react to something like that, do you think?
1: I, I think it would depend on the on the person.
0: Mm. I know <laughs> of of or actually know many of your ex-partners. The ones I know,
1: well, Would yeah. not do that. No, they would not do that. I, I'm thinking more of... Many, many years ago? Or the ones that you ended on a good note with. The ones ended on a good note with.
0: Yeah, but those people in general were all respectful people. Yeah. Like, they, they had a similar view that we have to the pet names and the titles, which sure. is, that is for use, not just because I know you, but because we are in this relationship mm-hmm. together. And once that relationship ends, that's not appropriate that, anymore. That, no. And are there people who don't see it that way clearly yeah. there are oh, um yeah. but it should be as simple as saying please don't do that exactly uh, it, but when it's not that's where sometimes you do have to be firmer
1: right i mean it it, it is a consent thing
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: you know and consent can be withdrawn at any time and generally mm-hmm. with the ending with the ending of relationship that's pretty much Withdrawal of consent. Yep. Unless it, you know, unless it's something that's talked about beforehand. But you know, if it's not, then
0: mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as far as I can tell in the live stream chat on YouTube, we've gotten to the end of the questions. If you had a question and I overlooked it, ask it again and tag us while we do yeah. that. I'm going to <laughs> I'm looking at my phone, y'all. I know podcast listeners are like, what the fuck is wrong with Kayla today? The same thing that's wrong with me every week, quite frankly. But so I'm looking, I pick up my phone to look at it, to go check and see if there's any questions anywhere that I have missed. And there's a message from a friend of mine who is talking about an issue that they're dealing with. And all I saw was they can suck my dick. (laughs) She does not have a dick. She's got a great (laughs) dildo collection though. Um, And I'm like... Well, I know what I'll be doing when the live stream podcast recording
1: is yeah. over. Okay. <laughs> and, and Mackenzie, yeah, you know, waiting till the kids are asleep. Um, we used to love that time too. Um, yes. Especially since both boys at, at that time were very deep sleepers. Yes. Um, the youngest still is a deep sleeper, the oldest. He's up after we go to bed.
0: Yeah, he's still awake, like, way after we go to bed. He's a
1: teenager with more energy than he knows what to do with. And we usually are in bed before he is at this point.
0: Yeah, yeah. My nightly ritual is to knock on his door, wait for permission to enter, say, good night, I love you, I'm going to bed because Mm -hmm. I'm old. Yeah. Try to fall asleep at a, at a reasonable time. Um, and that's where that's where we're at with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. I'm double checking. This was kind of fun. Yeah. So, oh, we got another oh. question come through. Yay. Uh, what do you do when the sub gets bored? That's time for a conversation.
1: Time for a conversation. Change things up.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully the sub in that relationship, that dynamic, feels Comfortable and safe mm-hmm. to say, yeah, I'm kind of not as into this as I once was. They might not have the skills yet and the comfort level yet to say that. This that take a, can take time in a relationship. Um, the dom in that situation needs to be open to hearing that and understanding that it's not. Hopefully, it's not a personal attack against them. It's just, a, it's just a yeah. We kind of kind of been here, done this. I'd like to do something different. I think you and i for a while we have not done this in a long time so i'm not saying we're doing this right now but Mm -hmm. um uh, you and i have back in the day did a a good job i think of constantly talking about the things we wanted to try so even if we didn't have the ability right then to try it we didn't have the bandwidth we didn't have the products we needed, mm-hmm. we would talk about things that were like, Oh, that sounds kind of cool. And maybe one day, and it just kind of would kinda sit like in the memory
1: to try slash bucket list kind of thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: And we didn't make it formal. We didn't write it down anywhere, mm-hmm. but it would sort of st- stick in our memory. If writing it down helps and having a kind of a list like, Oh, it's been six months here. Let's try a new thing. Um, I think it depends on the partner. Cause I think boredom can will happen on any side of the slash. Sure. It'll happen to anybody.
1: Um, but I mean, I, you do anything long enough, it becomes yeah. a routine. So, yeah,
0: and it it does Which is both good and bad. Yeah. And it does depend on the way you express yourself in your power exchange. Like for some people like you, John Brownstone, you are very much into the mind fucks and the, the mental sort of gymnastics that you do mm-hmm. to like keep me on my toes, to fuck with me, to whatever. So even if we're not able to do a physical thing, I'm not going to get bored. Because this devious mind is pretty much like always... You Actually, it's not even I think that you're always thinking stuff. I think sometimes you see a situation right? and you connect the dots and, right and that And
1: that's what it is. I was going to say, it's see? not so much that I'm always thinking, but it's it's um, picking up on opportunities when they arise.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I think... Um, yeah so both partners being willing to at least talk about the explorations that you want to make together or separately certain parts of a a, i know it's kind of a hokey expression but a kink journey are not necessarily side by side parallel with a partner sometimes you go off on your own to learn about something whether it's to learn about a part of your kink personality and your kink Mm -hmm. desires if it's a relationship that allows for other partners and other experiences with other people, then you go off and you have those explorations with other people. Not every relationship does, of course, but some do. Um, but I think it's keeping the the lines of communication open so that you're both able to say and listen when one partner is like, kind of can we do can we do something different? I'm not I'm not feeling this the way I once did. I have seen entire relationships. The partnership is just as strong, They their dynamic changed. The dynamic right. they started with, we were like this. The dynamic we started with in the beginning of our relationship worked for that time. And then there Correct. came a point where it didn't work. And for us, it wasn't boredom. It was just a bad fit. We were like, something doesn't fail, right.
1: Because things then, have evolved, things mm-hmm. have shifted and changed and grown. And, and that's just the normal way of things.
0: And that's the other thing I would think is, why is this, the partner subordom? Why are they bored? Are they bored because nothing has changed in six months, a year, ten years? Mm-hmm. That yeah, I would I would one be bored of that, and two that that's an opportunity for growth. That's yeah. an opportunity to like I mean, do what, all kinds. What we of stuff. did
1: early on in the relationship was um, I think like at least once a month in the very beginning we would kind of sit down and talk about how things oh, were God, going. We we're always talking. Then yeah. then as things kind of evened out, uh, it was like every six months or so we would sit down and talk. Well, you know mm-hmm. how. How things, um, um, oh no, I lost my. I hate spot. it when that happens. Yeah. but it, at any rate, we you know would check in, have like a six month check in, then from the six month check in. After a while, then it became a year. And, and now it's pretty much that... Um, Holy, that's too formal. We're just yeah. constantly talking. We're, we're just constantly talking. And, and if there's anything that's on her mind, she has the ability to talk to me at any time she wants. and That's because I know I'm saying... safe
0: to say whatever I need to say. Yeah. I mean, the rules we choose to follow in our dynamic is that as the submissive, I will speak in a certain way, in a certain tone. I agree to that. I will continue to agree to that. The only time I have deviated is when we've been in a real actual argument and there Mm -hmm. were very loud voices. In the entirety of our relationship, that's happened less than five times. So it's not like it's a common thing. Every other time I say what I need to say, I just do it within my role. But I'm not afraid. That took a while. That took time and trust and for the relationship to develop. And it took getting used to having those check-ins knowing that i could say something that oh no what if he doesn't like what i'm about to say and then learning that he's an adult and is emotionally mature enough to hear that i might not be completely in love with his idea like but i had to go through it i had to push through the fear see his reaction realize that his reaction meant he was still the person he was at every other time that's important information to have to build trust and then we moved forward from there. So now, mm-hmm. no, there's no point. I feel like I have to wait or I can't say that. Yeah, I can say that. <laughs> yeah. I sometimes forget myself and don't use my most respectful tone, but I can say it. Um, but that does take time. It, it, just, it does. It, you got to, especially if it's a new relationship or you're dealing with old trust issues. And I say this with somebody with documented trust issues. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. at, at some point there's a leap of faith to try and trust somebody and then, those leaps of faith stop feeling like that they're just this is how you interact with each other because you know you're safe too okay we got a Mm, question you
1: even asked a question oh no
0: we got a question about that poor colleen has been trying to ask this question our archives on the site have not changed loving bdsm technically it's lovingbdsm.net but we're going through a website changeover so another link is lovingbdsm.kaylalords.com that is complicated i know um you click the podcast link and you get to our entire archive our archive is 215 plus episodes at this point it's hard to dive in um the if you use the search bar Uh, Kalina and just type in vanilla you would probably find the episode you're looking for and even if you did um new the word new you'd probably find the other episode you're looking for but we do have a website for anybody who's like I thought you were just a podcast I thought you were just a YouTube channel no we are uh, a triple threat (laughs) There, we got a blog too Mm -hmm. um and everything is pretty much housed there okay so let me go to the next one Mm -hmm. okay eva asks john brownstone how many actual years have you been in the lifestyle in any form form? um
1: i actually saw that earlier and i was doing some doing some math (laughs) mental calculations there um probably total i would have to say 20 some years
0: really i didn't know i mean yeah. i know you were you were kinky before you understood what kinky was correct that is easily 30 years of your life but in the lifestyle really 20 well i, so I was
1: well early on i was practicing then i just didn't yeah. know that you didn't know what you're doing yeah yeah
0: you thought you'd invented this crazy kinky shit, yeah, right? thought, yeah and i, and I, and <laughs> I thought i was do. just some
1: lonely <laughs> poor weird, sad weird, weird <laughs> person weird you know?
0: sex dude oh, no. <laughs>
1: Who'd clearly you been know, watching too much porn. <laughs> well, I was talking with someone about that last night. You know, prior to any in, internet and, hell, they didn't have um, cordless phones back then. At that, that's time. true.
0: That's true. You know,
1: so yeah, you know, there were no resources I could reach out to and just.
0: Yeah, but 20 years. Wow. Look at you. Look at you. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. With My rough calculations of when you've told me you found what, that uh, that makes sense. It's just hard to think in those. To me, like when somebody says the 90s, I'm like, oh, a decade ago? No, no. No, <laughs> no, and I'm 40, so I know the 90s are not a decade ago. Okay, let's see. Mackenzie asks, do you think a submissive that experiences anxiety and or depression are more susceptible to subdrop? Hmm. Um, I honestly am not qualified to answer that. Um my experience with subdrop, which may be different from other people's, is it's always come on the heels of some level of subspace. And mm-hmm. I can say as a person with anxiety, I actually experience subspace less often because subspace shuts down my brain. The brain chemicals, the hormones, all the things, the dopamine, the blah di blah blah that starts flooding your yeah. b- body and brain, that shuts my mind down and my anxiety makes it very difficult to shut my mind down. So because I, these days, experience subspace less often, I experience drop less often. So I do not know if there's a correlation between mental health and sub drop. I do think that once you're in sub drop, because again, and that is personal to everybody. So some people feel very mental and emotional, um, symptoms of subdrop, And some people feel very physical symptoms and some feel both physical symptoms, or sometimes people think they have the flu or they have a cold and they're actually in sub drop. Um, Because the thinking is what comes, what goes up, that high you have in subspace has to come down, and the drop from a high Mm -hmm. is always pretty extreme, right? In sub drop, if I am going through a depressive low, I I have bipolar disorder, so I don't go through depression, but I do get depressive lows in. Response to a manic high, um or during anxiety. If I'm going through any of that, the feelings and emotions I feel in subdrop do feel more intense. That has maybe happened to me once, though, because I don't go through drop very mm-hmm. often. Um, I do know you can go through drop, and many people do, and I probably have at least once. Not because you're in subspace from a specific kinky activity or a scene. But like we've, got I've gone through drop when you were, when we were long distance, and you were a week at my house, and then you left, and, then, and oh uh, my that, lord, yes. that was tough. That was tough, yes. right? And again, I would, I would easily agree for myself that any symptoms of anxiety or depression that I might experience with my mental health, that kind of drop as well, absolutely exacerbates it, it makes mm-hmm. it more difficult to get through.
1: Yeah.
0: Um whether just because you have, um, a mental health issue you have to deal with that automatically makes it worse. I I could not speak to that. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think that knowing your own mental health and recognizing when you're in those spaces, whether it's anxiety or it's depression or, oh, the double whammy of both. I have been there. That does suck. Um, recognizing those things and when you're not in the mind frame and that's not what's happening to your mental health when things are good having a plan of what you're gonna do whether that's you're gonna call your your partner Mm -hmm. or you're gonna you know lean on a friend or you're gonna like whatever coping Uh... mechanism and that's different for everybody and your ability to use your coping mechanism will be different based on how severe your anxiety or your depression are. like there's lots of variables there but in the good times, figuring out what you can do when you are going through that, that might help you a little bit. I know for me, not having to think about what I need to do to take care of myself and just literally like consulting a list is helpful because then I'm not thinking up any solutions. I'm just, I'm following I'm following the plan. In my case, because I'm submissive, I can lean on John Brownstone. Mm-hmm. He cannot dom me through this. We have talked about that no, in past episodes. No. He cannot dom me through mental health issues or drop or any of that but he can be my support system. And he was Absolutely. my support system even when we were long distance. There was a lot more phone calls, there was a lot more text mm-hmm. messages, it was a, just a higher touch kind of situation. Right. And that's how we got through it. Yeah. Yep, yep,
1: so, yep.
0: yeah, Mackenzie, I, I do um, I do feel ya, and sometimes you just feel like something is off, and I recognize that. Mm-hmm. Um, all you can, sometimes the way we've learned about how to deal with it is always in retrospect. I go through a thing and he, poor Brother's like, what is wrong with you? I don't know. And then two or three days later, I'm like, oh, oh, I know what this is. And that's when we talk about it. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't help in the moment, but sometimes it helps inform future moments that I don't know when they're going to yeah. happen and then we can deal with it. So And see, yeah, Stormfelt, which says, you know, I drop without reaching subspace all the time. And that's why it's it's inherently personal. Mm -hmm. Um, I did drop more when we were long distance. Um, These days, it has to be really high subspace for me to to drop. And that's just really rare. I just don't go into subspace very often. Mm -hmm. I do blame my anxious mind for that because I get anxious. Even when I'm not feeling anxious, my brain does not turn off yeah well or easily Mm -hmm. it just does not um okay so i think i think we've gotten through all the questions that's perfect we're about at that point where we would be to stop and do the bonus section so we're gonna do that if a question came in later and you're like i know i asked a question that's okay that's okay we might do another one of these Mm -hmm. at some other point these are kind of fun yeah um and we do have for youtube folks we do have a total arbitrary goal we're about to reach and we are going to do a special live stream for that so maybe we'll do that for that too i don't know hmm. um but yeah so that will be it for us on this and then we mm-hmm. will have a bonus section because yes. we have updates also i have to explain what the fuck budgie budgie was
1: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't
0: forget i did not oh, okay. i was so impressed so right.
1: are we well, are we good
0: fuck if i know mm-hmm. okay we'll try yeah. right keep,
1: keep it kinky, kinky y'all
0: and we'll we think see you next week daddy
1: yes baby girl
0: can i talk to the crickets
1: what do you want to do
0: i talk to the crickets
1: you want to talk to the crickets Please. And since you begged so nicely, go ahead, talk to the crickets. Thank you, Daddy.
0: (laughs) And there we've done. We've invited you into our kink for a moment. (laughs) You know, this is all I get in a given week anymore since the world set itself on fire. So I'll take what I can get. Uh, Let's start with what the fuck a budgie budgie is. I do not know where this started anymore. It's been going on two years, though. Yeah. Um, It started... With me doing it to you, right? Yes, okay, so back in the day, we don't do this much anymore because of my neck and back issues that I've had over the past couple of years, mm-hmm. our sleeping going to sleep pattern was we start out and I'm little spoon, Correct. and then at a certain point we flip we shift and I'm you would call me the big spoon, I'm the jetpack, jet okay, and when I was jetpack, one arm because we we're laying on our sides would wrap around him. Was always hit his chest, and I would honk honk on his man boob, I guess. <laughs> boob. <laughs> That's like the worst term, but you know what I mean. And for whatever reason, because I'm a weirdo and I know I am this way, I go, bouddhji, bouddhji. I don't know. <laughs> Y'all, I was that parent with the newborn, when the kids were newborns, I made sound effects for everything. They truly went through their toddler years thinking everything had a sound effect. I just did that. I can't explain it. I don't know what I did. So I just do that. So it was budgie budgie. And we got into this thing where one, it started literally this is two or three years ago, where I tried to make sure I did that every single night. And if I missed a night, you know I heard about not giving him his budgie budgie. At some point in the middle of this, I think as we were getting to a point where I could not jetpack you anymore, which mm-hmm. was very sad. That's how we fell asleep most nights. Um, you started doing it to me and I made yes. up a total arbitrary game that he had to do it every single night or he lost. What did he lose? I don't know. I had already lost my mind clearly. <laughs> so there are nights he's too sick or he's too exhausted. I don't give him crap on those nights, but on nights when he forgets, I you know, give him crap of
1: course as she does
0: so now we have a new this is so i can't this sounds so weird (laughs) trying to explain it but you made the sound i know we sound like just weird people we are so not only did the budgie budgie sound effect stay play yeah there's two a night and if i don't get both then i have not gotten anything
1: then she's a whiny little Fratty baby girl.
0: Look, if you create the anticipation, you better be able to follow through, is all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> anyway, so we lay
0: down. We sleep naked at night because we have kids old enough to know they don't want to walk into our bedroom, so we're safe. That is the nicest part of the day when all the clothes yeah. come off. Um, so we lay down. The first thing he does is he literally like honks my boob and goes, budgie, budgie, just on whatever boob he can reach.
1: Mm-hmm. Then
0: when we go into me little spoon, him big spoon, which is... How we start, I can't, like I said, we can't flip anymore. I can't be the jetpack. Yeah. but he does it again and he tries to grab the other boob and go budgie, budgie. And that's, I feel so weird. <laughs> that's what budgie, budgie means.
1: Mm-hmm. You now
0: know way more th- about us than you ever fucking yeah. wanted to. Can we get into the house stuff? Cause I'm feeling really weird right now having just explained that moment of our idiosyncrasies. Yeah. <laughs> we still as of the day we're recording which is wednesday april 15th Mm -hmm. we do not have clear to close yet but we are barreling toward it yeah uh we had to work out a snafu with the home insurance that is taken care of as far as we know
1: as far as we know that's taken care of um we
0: do have permission from the owner of the property to go in it's vacant so we can do this and take measurements the paint company 50 shades of color Thank you. I just don't yeah. know what I want to call them, but that's actually their name. They are going to give us, a, they're going to meet us there and give us a quote uh, mm-hmm. later this week. We are going to take measurements for carpet. We have been <laughs> staking out our local carpet companies. Yeah, They are never busy. So there's never more than two or three cars. All of them. There's. They're all in like one on one road. There's like three or four of them. They're carpet n- row. Never busy. They never have more than two or three um, cars in their parking lot. So we think we will feel safe and comfortable going in um i know i don't like strangers anyway it's not hard for me to stand six feet away from even a salesperson it's really (laughs) not hard um and we still have not figured out how the fuck we're gonna like feel safe figuring out what our paint color is gonna be Yeah. Uh, Because that's going to be the question they're going to ask us when they come and do the quote. I don't think they're going to be painting the interior. I think it's going to be too expensive, but I just want somebody to take that damn wallpaper down and get the wall ready to be painted. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is happening. Um, Right now, we do think we're still going to close on April 24th, but that is not official.
1: Right. Um. So
0: that's the house update
1: the um the sur- i think the big thing holding that up at this point is the survey mm-hmm. um the survey has been ordered mm-hmm. and that's all set up but the survey company doesn't think they can get out there till the 23rd
0: mm-hmm. and i don't know enough about title mortgage blah, blah blah like if they get out there on the 23rd when do they have the survey ready when How much time does the title company, like it's, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm just going to be patient. It's fine. Mm -hmm. If we get our little ducks in a row and we get the closing date, whether it's the 24th or another date, we can then start scheduling from that date, give ourselves some padding for the other stuff. Yeah. So I'm good. I'm
1: fine. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: You've contacted a couple movers.
0: Yes. I still have that third. I've got to
1: contact. Oh my Lord.
0: Yeah, so, and so far, um, right now we have one I'm definitely interested in going with. I just can't do anything more because I'm not 100% positive of our move-in date. Yeah. The date I have selected as the, I'm trying to get a quote for, is the only date that makes sense, but if we can get in sooner, I'm going to do that too. Why the fuck wouldn't we, right? So, sure. I'm just, it's all about the closing date, because once we have that date, excuse me, then we mm-hmm. can schedule the Everything other things. Everything else. And um, yeah. I have, I'm going to let you know sorry I'm we're kicking one another under this table uh no desk not table (laughs) words are hard um just so my my fellow folks who go oh about stuff can just go ahead and do it um especially if we are the ones painting the interior of the house I assure you I really think we will be I just don't think we're going to be able to afford a painter and that's fine um Once we have the ability to get into the house and start doing stuff that we need to do, I have promised that I will go on hiatus from all blog, podcast, video um, stuff. Because I can't go on hiatus from client work, y'all. I got to pay the bills. um, When that happens. So let's say the closing is Mm -hmm. on the 24th. And the painters who can only do the wallpaper go in on blah-de-blah day. Well, that means that week, there'll be three or four days we'll be up at the house
1: Mm -hmm.
0: painting, which means we will not be podcasting or live streaming. We do not know that for a fact. I'm just warning everybody now so y'all can be anxious with me. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, once we get this process underway though, especially with the packing and the moving and the we probably will go on a hiatus just and y'all know you know we'll come back with like blazing colors you did so we were talking about the internet connection because at this point i'm just waiting yeah. for the good internet
1: connection Mm-hmm.
0: And i think we talked about it in our last live stream we, we did um you got confirmation of a thing we did not know at the time the last time we talked about this they can set up service for us right now yeah No, the house
1: no. is serviceable oh i thought that the meant house- that
0: they would come out no oh
1: the, house, I'm is, the again. house is serviceable meaning that um in the location we are at they can run a business a dedicated business line for us
0: but we do have one other place we're going to call yeah which i think might be a better price but y'all when we get the good internet i might y'all might get tired of me live streaming i would be like we just gonna live stream because we can just hang out with me um I'll install
1: a switch so i can just turn it off on you <laughs>
0: silent Wings says forget paint colors go with sassy lilac yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. I, you know i when i was a kid i did this i got permission from my parents obviously because they had to buy the paint i painted every square inch of my entire furniture suite i wasn't allowed to paint the walls they wouldn't let me <laughs> the same first i did it in blue and then later like a year later i did it in purple and i had to be the one i had to sand and i had to prime and i had to paint my dad made me do it all i painted everything the same it was a beautiful shade of purple it was not called sassy lilac they did not know what we know now. It's a different times, 20th century. Anyway. Um, and I painted it and I loved it. And then by the time I was done painting it and had been looking at all that furniture, it was like really pretty bed, a desk dressers, um, nightstands. Like I had a whole, like somebody had gifted us like a whole bedroom set. We could not have afforded that. And I was allowed to paint it. (laughs) And, um, by the time I was done with all that color purple, And about a week, maybe two weeks after, I was so sick of that color. I was like, I don't. And my dad was like, that really sucks to be you. I'm not going out and buying you new paint. (laughs) Do you know what it took to get this paint? So I'm very leery of taking a favorite color and painting everything that color because I would like it to still be a favorite color. But I really am thinking, depending on how we set up the office that we're about to have, oh my God, I'm 40 Mm -hmm. and I'm falling into an office. where how we set up the studio part, like the where we record and whatever, right. if that is against the wall, that it might be against that wall might be sassy lilac, and we could have a sassy yeah. lilac background. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I would
1: be I would be here for that. And I and I see we truly have some some really um, masochistic people in our
0: <coughs> or they're sadists. You never know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah.
0: And tell because podcast listeners can't see what you're saying I, go I know, ahead i, I saw well, it they, they,
1: they asked if kayla would do a, a drink and destroy childhood dream stream
0: now if you don't know what that's about <laughs> many christmases ago even though he won't stop talking about it uh we had like a, what a bottle of champagne or bottle, a bottle of a wine bottle, bottle or something wine. and we <laughs> decided was it Christmas Eve or was it New Year's Eve? Uh, Eve? It
1: was Christmas Eve. It was Christmas Eve. It was Christmas.
0: We watched all of the like the 1960s, 1970s Christmas specials, Rudolph, Frosty, I think Charlie Brown something something, yeah. while I got a little tipsy, and it does not take a lot little for me. little
1: tipsy. You and I, we went through a bottle of wine.
0: <laughs> exactly, and, and we're then, such lightweights, it does not take much for us to get tipsy. And,
1: and then tipsy. opened up the second bottle. That's true, we did. Yeah. you
0: we cut it with Sprite. We don't like the taste of so. <laughs> the people who need umbrellas in our drinks okay uh mostly we just just give a sugar and liquefy it it's fine (laughs)
1: um
0: and so yes i in my tipsy state commented about the obvious problems with some of these shows like in frosty the snowman why was that child allowed outside with just uh shorts on where was her jacket why did nobody question why this small child of about age eight was getting on a train with a snowman (laughs) <laughs> you, podcast listeners you cannot see his face <laughs> John Brownstone Does not approve I had questions <laughs> is all I'm saying I had questions I had questions But I also watching the Charlie Brown thing I had a lot more uh, sympathy For Lucy than I did when I was a kid I get Lucy I, that's, I, I understand Like I get Lucy now in a way I didn't used to You are Lucy <laughs> <laughs> That. I cannot.
1: <laughs> you are. That's who you are. I cannot deny that. Right. No, you can't.
0: Silent Winged is not wrong, but also I have to say this for the podcast listeners. Silent Wing says it's even funnier knowing that it was super badass Sprite Wing. <laughs> <Yeah>, right. <laughs> right? <laughs> I am a lightweight. Now, that there was a time... No, I've always been a lightweight. I just hide it better. (laughs) (laughs) I just hide it better. Now, I do like a good uh, rum and Diet Coke. I'm here for a good rum and Diet Coke. We have not had rum and Diet Coke in a very long time. And we've had Jack Jack and Diet Diet Coke. Coke. Oh, Diet Coke. Jack and Diet Coke. That one's pretty good. We we ran out of that ages ago. Mm -hmm. So... Eva, you are right. Where are the parents in all the Charlie Brown shows?
1: Wah, 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 also, now that
0: I'm an adult, <laughs> I'm like, I
1: want to know what the teacher is
0: saying. <laughs> but here's how we we have clearly failed the kids. They'll, we'll give them crap and I'll say, I know all you hear is want wah, 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 wah. And they look at me with the blankest look. They have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm like, I have failed my children. They do not know Charlie Brown. I have failed them, (laughs) I have failed them. But yes, uh, apparently I'm here to destroy your childhood favorites with rational questions. That's it, it's just rational questions.
1: Screw your rationality.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's okay, I don't do it because it's just too much to unpack. When he starts, John Brownston, I mean, starts watching some of his old uh, sci-fi favorites, I'm like, i have questions like oh i have to tell this because only the non-sci-fi loving among you will understand why i was like what so <laughs> we've been watching more shows that we want to binge you did the 30-day free trial with the cbs app yeah. because we wanted to watch star trek picard which was really good and finally catch up on star trek discovery I think it was Star Trek Discovery. It was Discovery. Okay, we're watching, we're watching something, something dark matter. I don't understand what the fuck was going on. Big rock, yada yada, planet, yada, yada like stuff, stuff, stuff. Please do not start explaining it. You will prove my point. <laughs> we are watching this, and I'm thinking well, this, this is interesting. I like the characters in this show. So the the techie stuff, I'm like, but I am wah 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 wah. But I'm watching it, going, okay, okay, okay. He's watching, and I'm thinking we're both kind of like, oh, okay, this is a show. This one sitting next to me, the man himself, there comes some random scene. I don't even remember it. He goes, oh, well, I I wondered if they were going to account for the planet's gravitational pull. It just wouldn't have seemed accurate if they hadn't. And I'm looking at him like,
1: what? They use a specific... (laughs) They used a special spore drive on the Discovery and they were able to transport the ship right inside the center of the planet. <laughs> and they accounted
0: for the planet's gravitational pull. Yes, they did. And they let us know that they did so people like John Brownstone could feel <laughs> confident that their sci-fi show was realistic. I'm just saying. And you're currently reading an ebook of Doctor Who quotes? Yes. I want you to self care in whatever way you need to, but I, that doesn't mean I'm not going to make fun of you for it. Okay. (laughs) Just saying, just saying, just saying. So yeah, that's, uh, that's it. (laughs) I think that really is it. We have not seen the core X That's a live stream question for podcast listeners. Did you? So another thing that happened last night, Tuesday night, I was off in the bedroom watching a couple YouTube videos, doing my little, like, taking moment. You were watching previews on Netflix. Yes. Was The Core one of them? I don't think so. I have seen it. I've seen it up there, but I have not. (laughs)
1: See?
0: X says, if you're down for great acting and a terrible scientific experience. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) maybe what we need to do at one of these live streams um maybe the special one we do need to like do a watch along or something i don't know how those works without yeah. violating copyright we'll have to figure that out i don't know we just need to have some fun uh speaking of that before we go i will remind you because podcast listeners i know many of you are like i just like podcasts leave me the fuck alone i totally get it but i'm gonna say it again friday night 9 30 p.m eastern um we do our live stream hangout we don't really we'll talk about kink it's a little bit like a mantra you might talk about kink but we talk about all kinds of stuff the first week was really high energy we were clearly all excited to be together Mm -hmm. the second week was much more low energy and low key and laid back i don't know what we'll get this week but we will have adventures from um house stuff by then so who knows might be a little amped up so yeah okay Oh, oh, hi, Clint. Hi, Clint. My shirt says, in my defense, I was left unsupervised. I once wore that this is one of those safe shirts that I can wear out and about. That's why I'm wearing it today. So I don't mind if the kids see me in it. I wore it months ago to go pick up coffee at Starbucks. And a man's walking out with what I presume is probably like his teenage daughter. He sees me walking in. He's walking out. He literally just cracks up, walks past me. Daughter walks past me. He goes you need that shirt (laughs) i was like
1: spencer's
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god silent wings calling us out week one we Uh talked about hair week two we talked about hair y'all you want to talk about we're not going to do it here we got friday night my eyebrows are about to be an entity of their own and (laughs) y'all it's gonna be a unibrow situation um
1: yeah things got kind of hairy on the
0: Well, you have no hair and I've got all of the (laughs) hair. And also, I'm just going to say this phrase. If you know what this is, you know, Brazilian waxes. I miss Brazilian waxes. If you don't know what that is, it's fine. Stay innocent. It's fine. But if you know, you know, and we've got a whole underbrush thing going on. Um, Machetes are needed. There's a lot of hair issues to discuss. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yes we will be talking about hair on the next Mm -hmm. hangout we gotta go y'all okay we are gonna we're gonna stop we love you guys thank you if you join in the live stream thank you if you're watching later thank you if you're listening and you've made it through this podcast thank you Mm -hmm. i love you all i'm so glad that you're a part of our community in whatever way you connect um we need each other now i think more than ever yeah there's a lot of negativity in the world there's a lot of negativity in some of our communities and i'm very happy for this space so ben do not worry you will you will hear the the bad movie discussion this will come back up again it's okay it's okay okay (laughs) We are gonna go, we love you guys. We will, if you catch the live stream on Friday night, we will see you then. If not, we hope to see you next week, but if not, just know it's for a good reason. It's a house reason.
1: Um, And Stormfelt, wink, wink. I saw that earlier. Ah! (laughs) I'm also being told in the live stream chat not
0: to let you do my Brazilian wax, and you're right. You will not. No. Don't, know. (laughs)
1: Red. (laughs) What is our safe word? Red. We're going to go, y'all. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.